Oh, man, it, it feels like I had too much coffee this morning. And I, <laughs> but at the same time, not enough. I, I, oh, okay. I, was, I see where you're going. As I say, like this morning was, was like a rough morning for me. And it was, you know, like you're like guzzling coffee. You're like, uh, uh, and then you just feel like you, <laughs> you can't get enough of it. But then you feel like I, I shouldn't touch anymore. Right. Cause like right now I'm thinking <laughs> you could use like one more cup. Yeah. <laughs> like are my hands, sh- are they, are they shaking? Are they still? No, you're like, good. Was, was, uh, <laughs> you don't have the shakes. I don't have the shakes. Okay. Welcome to the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock, the show where two neighbors drop by for conversations that are fun, relevant, and downright hilarious. Join them and special guests in their mission to talk about anything and everything and laugh about it no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. What has two thumbs and likes hanging out with you? That guy. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> hey, guys. I feel so loved. I feel so loved. I could have gone so many ways with that, too. Uh, we want to thank everyone for tuning in to Neighbors Don't Knock. What's up, all you loyal neighbors out there? How are you guys doing? Uh, we very, like, fat Albert. Like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> show. And, no, it's, it's, it's good to be here. It's good to have you guys. Um, you know, we got a great show that we're going to have today. You know, we got a lot. Of, we got some, some cool news stories from around the world. Some of them, honestly, a little odd. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. There are some some humor in that a little bit but also a little of what were you thinking yeah yeah so. and, and the oddity doesn't stop there we're going to circle around bring it back home to texas right here in uh the great city of houston as we like to be local to discuss a few more odd things that jumped out at us recently yeah maybe it's october is it just the odd month the spooky month is, just is, that weird well, spooky, spooky can, well not really is spooky considered an odd month is it is, is october i mean even though halloween is that we what would be the oddest month in your opinion? I mean, I know this might be the oddest episode, but <laughs> but I don't know what the oddest month would be. The oddest month, you know, I'd have to figure out which month it was when somebody decided to spell the word Wednesday oh. as it's spelled. That'd be the oddest the month. The oddest month. <laughs> so, so every week. <laughs> so. No, no, in history. Like, when they decided on that oh, spelling. Oh, on the special right? day when we're like, today if it, is... Yeah. If it was September of like 1661, really? then Wednesday? ding, 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 we have a winner. Wait, I don't know Wednesday's when they... Wednesday's the one day that freaks you out a little bit? Like, spell, have, you, have you looked at the spelling of that word? Yeah, well, I didn't do well in class. I, I was I was one of those I had to write stuff on my hand to cheat on spelling. Yes, tests. that word was specifically designed to absolutely infuriate anybody, anybody learning English as a second language. That was the only word. <laughs> There's nothing in that. They, they, not a single part of that word. I can't believe how long we're talking about this. For those of you, for those of you that are, uh, if you're understanding any of this and learning English, let us know what your hardest word in English is. Because oh, God help you if you're learning English on our show. <laughs> so we should change our tactics up a little bit, right? <laughs> the word. It's awful. Inflection. <laughs> I don't know. It's really that I'm, seriously. The poor soul that's learning English from watching you and me—that's terrifying. Hey, but you know what? We thank you for watching. And you know, while you're watching, why don't you take a minute to hit that subscribe button so you can like and follow us and never miss any content at all. We drop new episodes every Friday. We got great guests. 
and you know we'd love to have you. So you know, it would we'd really appreciate it. The, the puppy dog eyes. Okay, I'm done. I like it. That's good advice. But I think that before we get into the episode, we should probably hear a word from our sponsor. Neighbors Don't Knock is produced by CNG Communications. CNG specializes in small batch voiceover and video production for commercial media, podcasting, radio, and more. Combining years of experience in podcasting, acting, and sales, CNG offers big media products at small business prices. That's right. To learn more, visit their Facebook page or email them directly at admin at cngcommunications.com. And now... Back to the show. So we got some great stories. And then, of course, we have our uh, always infamous neighborly advice at the end. And you're going to want to stick around to this episode because we have some neighbor, some special neighborly advice. From a neighbor. From a, from a neighbor who left us a message. So we're going to share that with you guys at the end of the show. We're getting to our first segment, and I'm very excited for our first segment. You know why? Because I get to press a button. Ooh. And right now, we're going to talk about... Odd stories from around, well, I should say the globe, but mostly the U.S. right now. You just gave us a news intro. I know. Isn't that great? Okay. That so. was outstanding. <laughs> I feel like, and I'm Philip Goffrey, and all, as always with me is Brian Chambers. Brian, bring us the news. Thank you, Philip. <laughs> you know, I feel like, like you have to look at like the teleprompter, like... The weather at your mom's house is dark and stormy. <laughs> you got to take that moment. At least it's not as bad as, as the guy that's on the scene where you have to wait like a second. You're like, all right, to you, Jerry. I wanted like the, like a, like the papers I could <laughs> shuffle. They always shuffle the papers. So they're just like stacking yeah, stuff? Yeah, they stack them, Well, now right? I don't think they do that. Now I think it's all uh, computer screens. Or I've seen a lot of reporters that literally hold their phone. Yeah, like this on camera on the news. Yeah, and they, I'm, like, I'm ashamed and of myself because like later in the episode I'll be holding this. Thing well, that's somewhere. true. I mean, I I, sh I can't say because we're going to be reading some stories over here. But I, it was always the news person that was supposed to know and get on camera. Wait, and just, isn't there somebody in their ear? Yeah, yeah, or something like that. I don't know. Uh, Teleprompters. What happened to teleprompters? Well, I guess not on site though. No. So I so, I, so I, I can get that, and maybe it's just easier and, and less. It, I don't know. I don't maybe do like a selfie stick they can have sort of off frame. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at? <laughs> just look. Just like, what is she staring at? Is it mosquitoes? <laughs> okay, but let's get into uh, some of our odd stories right now. And, and the first one, I'm gonna. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah. Do want? Do I need to play it again? One yeah. more time. All right. Here we go. So our first story. Ooh, ooh, hiss. New York man charged with putting several reptiles in his pants. Wait, what? <laughs> First of all, did you just lead that with ooh hiss? <laughs> yeah, I'm reading that, 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 That's the actual headline? That was the headline. That was the headline. I was just reading the headline. Um, so this comes from the Who says journalism <laughs> is dead? Ooh hiss. So, so this guy. <laughs> English oh, oh, major, hiss. were oh, you? Oh, did I say ooh? I said oh or oh hiss, ooh hiss, oh hiss. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make oh, sure. forgive me. I want to make we sure may I have misquoted. Yes, but this comes from the HuffPost.com, and it, a man was accused of hiding three, not one, three Burmese pythons, uh, which, by the way, the world's largest snakes in his pants. One of those are not the one of the world's largest snakes in Wait, his what? pants. So he not he hid not just one but three Burmese pythons in his pants to smuggle them. Into the U.S. across the Canadian border, from the Canadian-U.S. border uh, in Albany. In Albany, yes, of course. So, of course, so, so. New York State. <laughs> I miss you, buddy. 
Yeah, of course it was Albany, New York. Oh my gosh. Why? Why? Why is Albany so? Because everything up there is whacked. Like no offense, all my relatives. I love you guys. Wow, your New York side just oh, came man. out. It's like, it is so wack, so crazy. <laughs> Albany, three Burmese pythons in the guy's pants. What? Well, now not, he's not necessarily saying. It's not. Saying, I don't know if he's from. Oh, no, no, from no, Albany. He's definitely not sane. Are you saying no, no, sane no, no, or no, sane? I'm not saying oh. he's from Albany. I was looking at the, and it didn't say that, but but it happened in Albany. But it happened in yeah, Albany. So I, I don't know. I don't know if he just was like, you know, what's a good place to smuggle pythons, Burmese pythons in Albany, like right there in Albany, New York, right yeah. there. I don't know if he did his research on that or I'm not. I'm thinking of you, Binghamton, uh, Ithaca, <laughs> Rochester, weird stuff happens up your way. So now I will say this, this happened back in 2018. Oh, in wow. Ju but he was just arraigned for this crime uh <laughs> pandemic woes i guess yeah. i mean we're backlogged yeah you know i, I suppose you you would make that dude wait I, right like, I get, <laughs> he's not gonna get front of the line on this crime i'm sorry we have to deal with murders and all kinds of other things can right you, can you imagine how many years of jokes for the police department and then of course for all the lawyers in the courts like is that a python in your pants? Are you just happy? I mean, it's just going to not, it's just not every, every day walking up every to day. him. And if he's in prison, now he can serve, there's a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison, potential 20 years in prison, and also a $250,000 fine. Well, you imagine if, he, if he's found guilty, he will probably get the maximum term, right? Because it, what is it? Is it the maximum per incidence? Could they give him twenty years per snake? It's well, I, it, that doesn't say, because uh, he, the lawyer, his lawyer refused comment uh, to reply for comment. Um, but they, I'm thinking no, because they said the charge carries the, uh, the potential for a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison. Okay, it's so, a singular so, charge. So okay. I'm it thinking that's like three counts of. No, I'm, just... I'm thinking like it's like like seven, you know, six and a half years or something, uh, you know, per snake or something like I that. See. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the the crime is 20 years and that's it. Right, right. But you you know, I don't understand why you needed to smuggle. The pythons in. <laughs> what is the actual charge? Does it does it say? Uh, it's a, for fe a federal smuggling charge and release pending trial. So, so this it's a smuggling and and you know these are I guess these are na more native to, to Asia. The, these snakes, the Burmese pythons are, uh, and they're very invasive <laughs> in Florida. I can tell you in Connecticut, we didn't grow up with a whole bunch of Burmese <laughs> pythons slithering around in the woods. Well, they do threaten a lot of native animals and, and wildlife. I mean, but, okay, we talked about this in a show past uh, when we got into the whole Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial, and they had issues because they smuggled their dogs, their little teacup right. dogs into Australia. And that's a serious thing because Australia, they, they had to do a public apology. They had to get the dogs out or they would be euthanized. I mean, it's a big deal when you mess with a lot of bringing animals into certain areas when they're not native to that areas because it messes with stuff. So I, I can understand why all of a sudden, you know, you see Burmese pythons, which are some of the largest snakes in the world. And you're just like, um, yeah, no, you can't do that. We need to talk about this. Yeah. Now, how do you think this guy decided to shove these things in his pants? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I was I was actually I wondering that MC too. MC Hammer with the parachute the, the pants. The parachute pants. Right? I was wondering, you know, I don't think it would would work well. I don't know how young these snakes were. I, I'm hoping pretty young. Yeah, I'm hoping Otherwise, that's gonna be a real awkward walk. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'd like, you know, I he obviously didn't tape them to his leg. You know, like you know, like people tape money or something like to their legs and their pants. So I don't know why I was picturing that. He like like, the, the like 16 year old in high school with the belt <laughs> trick. You know, you got you got to tie that thing down. Is <laughs> that be... real snakeskin? You have no idea. <laughs> no, I. You know, I don't know. I. I, I really don't know. I, I. I have a feeling it was something uncomfortable, like jeans. Oh, you think? Like, well, because something had that he Burmese pythons well, in his saying, pants, he, Brian. Of he, course, he, it was uncomfortable. <laughs> he couldn't. He couldn't sit there and, and have like a, a loose pair of pants because they'd be slithering out, right? So you have to have some kind of secure pants. It was probably like a bag inside a like a. You, th- nope. you think, though? Yeah, like a, With, like, like holes in it, bag. I hope? Yeah. They, or something? I mean, oh, with, uh, Otherwise, they'd be, yeah, they'd, they'd slither out, right? Yeah, well, so. I mean, I've never tried, I, I don't know, I've never tried smuggling. God, where's Jake the Snake <laughs> Roberts when you need him from back in the day, right? How did you keep that thing in that bag, you know? <laughs> well, it's, it's very odd. I don't know what to even think about this, except it, why do we need to smuggle... I, I don't know. Why don't, can't we have an extra count that we can charge this guy with of just pure idiocy, right? <laughs> You are charged well, with three counts of well, illegal federal, you, federally illegal smuggling, and one count of being a moron. I, well, I'm telling you, after you hear some of these other ones, you, you other stories, you may want to reserve that right for all of these. All right, all right. Okay? Well, I appreciate so, the palate cleanser. Okay, what do you have so there for me you here, go. Ryan? So, all right, so this is another. This is another one that I oh, just makes me kind of roll my eyes a little bit. And when I saw this at first, I I looked at this and I saw the title is FDA warns against using Nyquil as a chicken marinade. And when it says FDA warns against using NyQuil I, as as a chicken marinade, I was like, wait a minute, is there maybe something if was there was there a reason that there was a recommendation that FDA and now they're warning people? No, 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 no. I I don't know why, but it is another social media phenomenon apparently. Of course it is. of people putting NyQuil or cough syrup um on on chicken? Make my day and tell me that this one started in Ithaca, New York, just so I can... <laughs> um, no, not that I'm aware of. Uh, and, and in fact, it doesn't really say where it was started, it, but it was just a social media phenomenon and that the FDA was warning against this. I mean, I imagine that you can get a little bit a little bit stoned, right? If you, A little bit lightheaded if you if you cook cough syrup into your meat. Because if you, if you drink enough of it, well, you have like a... that's funny you say that because here in the article... Death of all brain cells kind of effect. It does say um, boiling a medication can make it much more concentrated and change its properties in other ways. Uh, making it more dangerous for or harmful for your body. Uh, hello. Yep, yep. Hey, uh, high school chemistry, Mr. True, I'm looking at you. See? I remember Ooh, some of that. these things. Yeah, 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 buddy. Shout, well, shout out. out. Okay, all right. Um, and it says, even if you don't eat the chicken, inhaling the medication's vapors while cooking could cause high levels of drugs to enter your body. could also hurt your lungs. Imagine that. No kidding. No kidding that the vaporizing fucking NyQuil is not a good idea. I mean, really, guys? Like, where... What was a Tide Pod thing? Oh, they, they were yeah, doing another phenomenon. Reversing? I don't understand. I don't understand that. I mean, there's. I get. I get the being young and stupid and things like that. But there's a difference between, you know, I'm gonna try to jump this ramp or something, you know, on my bike versus putting, physically putting a chemical into your body. Yeah. Is there a difference? I guess now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, it's like, yeah, I shouldn't jump that ravine. 
You know, I mean, it's like just like rollerblading down a (laughs) snow covered hill at 60 miles an hour. Stupidity is just stupidity. And but but for me, it just that seems for some weird reason, it feels a lot more extreme than something. Yeah, I was about to say being somebody that took young and stupid and extended that into like not so young anymore and still kind of stupid in my life. um, I still had to draw a line somewhere. And and honestly, like like if you want to do drugs, just go do drugs. You don't. Boil NyQuil into your chicken. What's wrong with people? Live your life, but you know, you understand there are consequences to to actions. Yeah, and, and let's go ahead. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use that term. I can't stand. I'm going to use living your best life. If you are boiling your chicken with NyQuil, you're not living your best life. Like you're doing something really fucking wrong. And guys. if that is Come your on. best life, I would argue with you as well that there's got to be something else. <laughs> there's got to be something else out there. Yeah, it's time to make a phone call. But uh, let me just say this, just for those that are, were confused with all of that boiling and all that according to the article put simply someone could take a dangerously high amount of cough and cold medication without even realizing it that's all that it comes down to it's basically overdosing of medication and you wouldn't even know you're doing it just because you're trying something stupid thinking that you know this will be fun no i'm only going to try it but it could be a lot more harmful than you actually think i'm gonna put it out there this is a stupid one to take this yeah. is a stupid one to yeah, take. Yeah, well, a little shout out to one of our favorite comedians. Uh, you can't fix stupid. That's true. Uh, okay, the last one I want to get to, because I do want to jump into your segment. This one I, I is not funny, but at the same time it kind of is, but it ranges in that same stupidity mark. Okay, now the... the, the He's got a, tr- and a trend right there. You're like, I got to find the dumbest one I can find. I, I, just, it just came... This one just came across, and I read it, and I was like, oh, that that's horrible. And then The Darwin I'm, Awards. But then I'm just... Yeah, I was just like, oh my god! Oh, hold on. So the title of this of this article: Six women in neon green leotards attack two New York subway riders. Uh, but so there's a video that shows a group punching two 19 year old women on a subway train near Times Square on Sunday. It's awful. Yeah, that's absolutely awful. Now they were in, and I and I saw pictures of this. They're in. It looks like there are green screens walking around. I was about to say, you showed me a photo of this before we got on the air tonight, it, and I'll, I'll tell you what, that is it was hard exactly for me, what it looks like. It was hard for me to take it seriously. Yeah. It was really hard. Like, it, it almost looks like a, like a modern actor's nightmare, right, where the green screen, like, comes alive, and, like, yeah, all these creatures come I, out of am it. Am I in the next MCU movie? It's like, totally. <laughs> it's like, new Spider-Man, are they filming right now? Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's, it's even creepier too because they have the eyes and the mouth holes cut out of yes. it, so they have the whole like ghostly green screen thing going on. I, I'm sure if we saw a good picture of it, it was probably makeshift with some scissors where well, they yeah. just looked at it and just like cut it out. And it's probably not within the line. It's all like you I know. don't think Gucci's coming out and like coming up with <laughs> these thugs costumes that can go beat people in the middle of the night. Jesus. So goal. So it, so these are neon green, neon green is as bright green as you can think. So think green screen on that body suits. And they come out and they they assault these women and they call themselves. They have a name. They have a name. And and I part of me didn't was hesitant to, to say this because I don't like giving credit or I don't say credit. Or right. They want the attention. They, giving, I, giving the, giving the, the attention. attention. Yeah, I yeah. I don't like giving the attention. But this is just so stupid. Um, they're called the Green Goblin Gang. By local media. Now, local media deemed this, so I so I guess they didn't really. But they apparently have a, a social media page, and this is where stupidity comes oh, in. Also, very unlikely they'll get caught. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? I, I'm just like... Yeah, I mean, New York City with all the cameras around, it's like Gattaca, yeah. and they're out there in neon green suits. Yeah, you well, know, well done, folks. I mean, so they're assaulting people and probably just trying to take whatever they can and... 
you know, I don't know. It, it's just, it's very odd. And the fact that they're the Green Goblin gang, or at least as the media is deeming them, and then they go and create, they're like, oh, we got exposure. Let's create a, no one's seen our face. Let's create a, a social media page. Because is that, because just because they can't see your face, you're never going to get caught. But what's the call? You know, here? the ma- the mask can come off. They can take it yeah, off. But what's of you. The, what's the call here? The call has to be publicity, right? The call has to be that they're trying to raise awareness but, of themselves and, and well, as far as for the social media pages and stuff. But I mean, even the choice of the outfit in the first place, there must be there must be an end game. It's to not. Ex- this. It's not like they're really hiding as they're coming at people. You know, like, I mean, usually people yeah. that want to and it was violent. They were punching, kicking, things like that, but they weren't stabbing or shooting. No, right. So there no, was not to my knowledge. Yeah. So it sounds to me like they're looking to get arrested. They want the attention. You think they want to do you think that's there's easier ways to get arrested, by the way, if, if for those that are Yeah, I bet the assault charge will be minor and I bet I bet they're gonna get all the attention the media they want. I, I bet we're helping their cause right now, green goblins. So that is the news right there. So I thought there was some pretty good stories, but we did have a yeah. a lot of uh interesting life choices in those articles. Yeah. And so, now the weather with Shamu. Why Shamu? I don't know. Okay. Just popped in my head. <laughs> All right. So, but let's get to segment two. What do you got? Okay. So, so this, and okay, anyone who lives in Houston, forgive me, a little grain of salt here because this is coming from the Chronicle, from HoustonChronicle.com. And, you know, Cron, we love you, but um, it's, a day, it's a day of news, it man. It's a day of like, news stories. Yeah. Hasn't been the most top notch reporting of the code. Step it up, <laughs> Cron.com. But <laughs> honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but this one's actually kind of fun. So what I came make, across... Make better choices. Didn't we just learn that in the last segment? <laughs> I came across an article that was taking um, Guinness Book of World Records, records dating up to August 10th of this year, that are not sports-related, mm-hmm. although one is arguable, that uh, are were either set in Houston or set by Houstonians. Okay. And what they actually were looking for was the oddest records they could find. Okay. And and there's a couple here. It's not going to be a very long, but there are a couple here that I thought were were pretty fascinating, right? So here, kudos to Houston. I'll give you my top three. Okay. All right. So my top three. Number one, the most checkers matches, not chess, checkers matches played simultaneously by an individual. That record was set here in Houston in 1998. How many how many simultaneous games of checkers do you think that uh, Mr. Ronald Suki King played it what, one time. What was his name? Ronald Suki King. Suki Suki. All right. How I, many? Take a stab I, at it. Take a stab. How many did he play? Simultaneously. Over. Oh, you you mentioned part of it to me right, when meaning, we were talking so about. He's, it. So, so like he's playing. We'll, he's playing all of these games. Oh, not how many total he's played. No, how no, many no. at one time? At he was one time. At one time, uh, five. Two completion. Five? 385. 385. 385 simultaneous games of checkers were played. Was he just like walking around constantly? To completion at the Houston International Festival in, on April 26th of 1998. So what, 25 years ago? So, yeah. So here's, so here's how he did it. He strapped on a pair of roller skates to be able to move back and forth between his opponents in order to be able to, to play that many games at one time without like the day going by i would be so frustrated if i was playing him 300 like if you're you're sitting there like where the heck is he it's like because 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 it's not like checkers i i understand yes it 
there's some thought in, but it's not like chess. Sure. I'm about to say, it's it's basically the most embarrassing version of the Queen's Gambit that you can possibly yeah, come up I, with. I was about right? to say, like, can you imagine that one guy goes your move, and he's got two hundred other games to go before he yeah. gets to just, your game? Sh- sh- you know, uh, King Me, Mother. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a triple jump, God, that, you know, you're I, over there. <laughs> Either he's, I mean, that's very impressive, or he played a three, three, three said three thousand, three hundred, no, three hundred, oh, 385. So almost four hundred extremely patient checker players. <laughs> I mean, they're just hearing the skates in the yeah, distance, yeah. Like, <laughs> waiting. <laughs> That's, you know, like, God. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just like, you know, I had I had dinner plans. Right. How embarrassing is that? You have to wait like 10 minutes for so one guy move. come kick your ass over and over again. <laughs> At checkers. Yeah. yeah. Checkers. And, and to no to no great surprise, he's still considered one of the greatest checkers players of all time. So okay. a little shout out to Ronald Sue King right here in Houston. That's number one. Okay, cool. Right. Well, there you go. All right. You ready for number two? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. This is a good one. So having grown up with a Nintendo, I know that you're going to appreciate this. In 2014... Houston set the record for the first hospitalization from a Legend of Zelda injury. Ooh, I, I, I'm hooked. I'm intrigued. I'm, I want to know. I want to know more. So allegedly, after Houston area resident Eugene Thompson uh, got into an argument with his girlfriend's estranged husband, he was forced when the argument turned vi- turned heated rather to pull out his master replica sword. From the Legend of Zelda. You know, what is it? World of Warcraft? They they sell all these replica weapons and things. Dude, evidently this are, thing are you is, now now is everyone are you are you rethinking Nintendo selling these replica weapons? Evidently this thing is pretty sharp. He was able to stab the man not once, but twice. He got stabbed in the chest and the leg with the replica sword, putting both men in the hospital. With Thompson having been hit over the head and knocked unconscious with a flower pot. Well, well I mean, we, he's got a replica Zelda sword. What are you going to grab? The I'm, closest thing. I'm picturing thing. like yeah. Mario with yeah. the big pots with the, <laughs> the plants coming out of them. Fireball. Okay. The argument and the fight was so Where's bizarre. Where's Yoshi when you need him? Just so bizarre that Eugene Thompson uh, landed himself in the Guinness Book of World Records. So local Houstonian, and, and here I am bashing Central New York and Northern New York State. Right? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we got enough crazies right here. And we uh, you got know, this guy. What's up, Eugene? Um, I hope I hope you. Are, I don't know. I hope it's in a case now, or you have. You ever want to come on the show? Call us. We'll <laughs> talk. <laughs> Do not bring your sword. You know, I, for something like that, I, I'm wondering. You could bring V sword. That'd be kind of fun. Was that V sword? Is that? Is that oh yes, the, I left this blood the on the tip of the. <laughs> we we laugh now, but we're just like, uh, we're gonna keep you across the table, right? No, I. You know, the part of me is wondering because you said this was 2014. 2014. Okay, mm-hmm. when it happened. So obviously, it was. You know, he had this for some time, or or at least. Just got it. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> no. So, so at least he, see who knows how long he's had this. But he's at least had it since 2014, right? Yeah. I mean, the real question is, did he practice with it? Well, with that, I guess. I guess that's where I, I'm leaning at. I don't know it because you can get a replica weapon, and then you can, if it's metal or something, sharpen it and things like that. Yeah, you know, he could have actually spent time. People weaponize things all the time yeah, to that. make them a lot more than what they actually were sold as. Yeah. Or was this something that Nintendo 
actually sold as a sharp product. Yeah. Disturbingly enough, there are actually blacksmiths around that will do that stuff. That'll take like replica weapons and, and toy weapons and turn them into well, and then I wonder if this, if this was why we just, don't know. Well, I was wondering then at that point if this was a Nintendo licensed product, or if this was something like you said, like a, a maker or a blacksmith or somebody that created it as you know, just a replica and, and uh, for a fan. You know, Ryan, I don't know the answer, but I can tell you without any doubt, someone got sued after that incident. I'm, I'm sure. You know, I'm so glad that no one got killed. Over that, because when you say, because I've seen those swords, well, I, I haven't actually seen them in, in real life. Uh, Eugene, I don't want to see it. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if they, hopefully, obviously, they are hospitalized. But when you think of someone getting stabbed with a sword, they're both hospitalized. Yeah, I mean, people died in the Middle Ages by getting stabbed with swords. Often. Yes, <laughs> that's, like that was often a form of death. Without, actually, without any way of making it to a doctor or hospital or something. I don't know what you know in the Middle Ages. I don't know if they actually had hospitals or you know to bring in the fryer, huh? <laughs> yeah, to the shaman or whatever. You know, the shaman. You know, I, I, maybe I went <laughs> the medicine man or whatever. <laughs> where, where were the Middle Ages in in your recollection, Brian? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I was just trying. I was trying to think. I have no idea. I like that. <laughs> this one just I'm, came out. I'm pretty sure they would have uh, like like hung the shaman and burned him because <laughs> well, that would have been very big, a little problematic for the Middle Ages. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, whoever was there, whoever was treating injuries, we'll just we'll put it at that point. You know, like when you when mage you stab someone, mage, yeah, when you stab someone, it doesn't matter. But like with a sword, I mean, that can really impale it's somebody. It's, it's, it's horrible. I mean, it really did. Evidently, it's awful. So, I'll tell you, so we'll this, we don't know the extent of the injuries. Just that they were just enough. They were hospitalized. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It doesn't say that anybody died. So I think I think they would have had had uh, had someone been seriously injured. I think it would have been. Right, did article. he get jail time for that? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm not e very, Eugene. I mean, this is this is from the Houston Chronicle. They don't really get into main details. Right. Eugene, make better choices. I'm gonna put it out there. All right, <laughs> best life, Eugene. Okay, so staying on the video game theme, we'll get to number three here. Number three is Houston holds a spot in the Guinness Book of World Records. Specifically, um, UH holds a spot for having the that's University of Houston for University our listeners of Houston, who aren't forgive local me, for offering the first. Nintendo Wii-based college course. Wow. In 2009. You know, that's that's actually kind of cool. And and I say this only because I I was wondering how long it was going to be before gaming consoles and and courses were created around things like that cuz you can actually become a professional gamer. Yeah, so interestingly enough, in 2009, University of Houston's Department of Health and Human Performance taught the class they titled Wii Performance which took place in a converted racquetball course on campus. And it was actually a performing art slash health class to learn how technology can be used to work on physical fitness, physical recovery, things like that. I mean, so that makes sense of... with, with the Wii because that was the whole right. thing about so it. It was, was a more active... Ooh, sorry. It was more, as I say, more active as I smack around the microphone. It was a more active way to, to be involved with the gaming world. Indeed. So everything from yoga all the way to actual racquetball, these yeah. students were getting actual college credits for going twice a week and playing with Nintendo Wiis. Well, you know, I wish I had that course when I was in college. No kidding. <laughs> I'm actually wondering how full the class 
was and what the wait list was. You know, I had because because I'm picturing I'm picturing so many people on that wait list when they get in, like, dude, you know, this is like, dude, do you have a test tomorrow? I was like, I got my Wii tournament tomorrow, my Wii final, man. <laughs> I'm gonna kick the crap I've out gotta of this. I've got to make it level three, or I don't pass. <laughs> like a like Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, dude, I'm doing homework. Leave me alone. <laughs> all the poor other students are walking by the racquetball court, all laden with books on the way to class. What is going on in there? I know, right? Yeah, pretty awesome. In fact, I, I took a class called uh, Introduction to Meditation when I was in college. That, that was, seems to me to be a very similar wait list. It was, it was hard to get. Was it? Was class. it? I, I you slept. You went to class. You <laughs> fell asleep for an hour. It was amazing. Just, just close your eyes. Yes. Think deeply. Yeah. Philip, right? how was class? Oh, I was great. I became one with myself. It was amazing. I feel very centered. <laughs> was that it? How was? What was your final like? I, I, I don't know. I, I was sleeping. Brian, I, I'm not I am not the right person to take and respect that class. I mean, maybe now I could get myself to have enough respect for the teacher and self-respect for myself to uh, actually pay attention. But when I was 20 years old, dude, no. She's like, I, like want you I, to need, close, I need a nap. Yeah, I want you to close your eyes. Yeah, gladly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, instantly. Just, yeah, just I'll do that right. Done. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I mean, it was it was bad. Yeah, you know what? I, I, yes, and it wasn't. Was it a physical like PE class type of thing? But like we had a, to like do the whole sit on the floor and. Oh, you had to sit up and oh, you had sometimes to, you had to do that. With so, your, so, so it, it wasn't required for, for those that are watching on YouTube. Yeah, it wasn't required. Philip, I, the, the hands right now with the little circles, like hum, yeah. hum. It was encouraged. It was encouraged. It was encouraged. So it was encouraged you, to make little weird it? noises. The, the, the hum. Oh, God. Oh. Hum. All that freaky deaky hippie shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was very uh, how did you sit, though? I'm, I'm really curious. Did you sit up or did you? Did they give you the option to lay flat? I haven't actually been able to sit up since like 1986. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not sure I can really claim that I sat up. But, but yeah, I but tried. You, so you tried. Okay. I did try. All well, right. So a couple of honorable mentions before we move on because oh. I thought these are kind of cool. Um, you know, Houston, we have, in all sincerity, one of the greatest medical centers in the world. We do. So Bravo. No, no Bravo. surprise here. Houston holds the record for doing the first full skull and cap transplant. Oh, that's very cool. Which is super, super cool. Uh, that was in 2015. A man by the name of James Boyson became the world's first full skull and scap, scap, skull and scalp, excuse me, I said cap earlier, skull and scalp transplant. Well, I mean, it's kind of a cap. It is kind of a cap. <laughs> it's a hard cap. It's a, not a medical term, <laughs> Dr. Phil, um, at Houston Methodist uh, on May 22nd, 2015. 15 hours and involved more than 60 medical professionals to pull that off. Wow. I mean, just like, it's like tagging somebody in for that long. I mean, it's pretty amazing. That's really amazing. Pretty amazing. And then staying on medical for one more honorable mention uh, in 1962, Timmy Jean Lindsay became the first woman to undergo breast implant surgery right here at Houston Jefferson Davis Hospital. Okay. And that was the first silicone breast implant. Ever. Like ever world. in the world. Ever. 1962. Hey, Houston, the jugs right here. All right. There yep. we go. So if you want to catch Way to put more, yourself on the map, 1962. Indeed. If you want to catch some more of that, you can head over to the HoustonChronicle.com and look up bizarre uh, Guinness World Records or just go right to the Guinness Book of World Records website. Oh, And you yes. can find those right there. So well done, Houston. Way to stay on the map. I uh, know, right? Well, I, mean, I mean, medical district, I mean, we are proud of that. Uh, from being here from Houston, we... We have a 
it's just an incredible, incredible medical system down here. Yeah, uh, and and so it's hospitals and um, from the cancer center to to everything, the cardiology, and it just it's 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 really incredible. So, okay, so uh, you know, with that good feel, I, I love that. But we're gonna get into our neighborly advice today. Mm, yeah, and thank you guys for sticking around to the end of the episode because we have a special neighborly advice. We do. Okay, this is actually from Julie, who decided to uh, record a message for us on our pod inbox. And you can do so, too, by going to podinbox.com slash neighbors don't knock. And you can leave a free audio message, which might end up on the show, just it like just Julie's. Might. Yeah, we have made threats slash promises that this could happen. So I'm very excited to actually share one of our messages. I know. So this here we go. This is our neighborly advice from Julie. Hey, neighbors, this is Julie, and I'm calling to talk about cupcakes, the right way to eat a cupcake, which is, of course, to tear it apart and put the bottom on the top so your frosting is smashed in the middle. It's never, ever to eat the cake first, leaving a chunk of frosting in your hand. Okay. So, first of all, thank you, Julie. Yeah, thank you for that, Julie. You just, my, my gears are turning having heard that again now. I mean, you make a cupcake sandwich. It just makes sense. It, I, I how do you eat a cupcake? Well, like I've never, that from now on. Well, okay, well, I've never actually thought about it because I just, I peel just enough of it and I go, I go all for it because I like, I, I like kind of going at, I want the icing with the cake. Yeah, see, I'm disgusting. So I usually just eat the whole icing. Oh, you stuff it like cap. straight in your mouth. Yeah, but I just leave whatever cakey crumbles left and blah. Oh, you don't like lick the, no, the, the foil that, no. or whatever it is, mm-hmm. the cupcake thing. Okay, well, th- I guess that's, you know, thinking about it now, that's kind of a, a clean way to eat a cupcake. It is. It's very so you, efficient. Julie, yeah. are you an engineer? <laughs> well, we do thank you for that. I, you know, I like phoning I, in from the Johnson Space Center. Yeah, yeah, right. By the way, you should all eat the. You know, that's how the astronauts do it. <laughs> that way, if it bounces off something, you know, minimal icing damage or you know debris. When you were a kid, were the Hostess ones popular in your house? That have like the white squiggles down the center, the chocolate. We had well, we didn't get a lot of sweets like that growing up. But I loved the ding dongs. Oh, yeah, those were my favorite. So very nice. We had Twinkie guy. Oh, yes, we did have Twinkie. Actually, no, we were more. Didn't get a lot. We were more Twinkies. (laughs) We were more fruit roll ups than Twinkies. Oh yeah, yeah, fruit. Fair enough. But but again, because the the sweets, my mom just couldn't keep in the house because we would just raid the the pantry and and they're just gone. Fifty of you, yeah, lemmings just (laughs) going over the edge of the counter trying to get to the. All right. Well, thank you, Julie, for that. And again, if you guys want to leave a message that might end up on the show, you can go to podinbox.com slash neighbors don't knock. Leave us a free audio message. You know, hey, we'd love to hear from you or leave a a message on our YouTube channel or on the podcast, wherever you listen. Indeed. And local Houstonians, we are looking to you. We would love to hear from you if you have ideas for the show, if you have ideas for guests, any businesses you think might want to be on the show, or maybe even look at sponsorship opportunities. We have quite a few coming up for season six. Yeah. And also, uh, by the way, there's going to be a giveaway coming up in one of our episodes. So you're going to want to make sure that you are paying attention to that. So I, like I said, it's some merch, some free merch. 
Well, Philip, I think we are about out of time today. I, I think we're ready to wrap this one I up. I think so, too, Brian. So. Thank you so much for stopping by. Be sure to stop by next week. We have a great guest coming on, as always. Yes. Another neighbor stops by to expand that neighborhood. And make sure that you catch new episodes every Friday. Like, follow, and subscribe on social media or wherever you listen to the podcast. And we will catch you guys next Friday. Peace. Out. I maybe sh- I should try and incorporate the news thing into that. Like our little ending. Tonight on NBK. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here.